1: Yeah, the failure of issue one in the state of Ohio. Not a surprise. Uh, we have a bloodlust to kill children in the state of Ohio, unborn children. And we have people who are not savvy enough to understand that the lies they were told about, oh, issue one's going to take away your vote. They weren't smart enough to figure that out. And actually, sometimes you have to help people understand issues. This is what leadership is about, this is what political leadership is about. And I said before, and I will stick by the fact. That the failure of issue one or the passage of issue one would be the defining characteristic of Secretary of State Frank LaRose as he runs for the Republican nomination for Senate in 2024. I think Frank LaRose made a huge error when he admitted to the Democratic lie that issue one was about abortion. Look, I don't quibble that putting issue one on the ballot was about making it harder for Ohio to pass an abortion amendment this coming November, but you don't accede to or agree to the left's uh, slur that, well, they're only trying to raise the standard to get an amendment approved in Ohio to 60% in order to keep abortion out of the Ohio constitution. No, actually that's part of it, but it, Legalizing marijuana is part of it. Uh, For instance, protecting the, and it gags me to say this, right of biological men to play women's sports. If you think that's not headed for the referendum process and an attempt to get it into the Ohio Constitution at some point in time, you're nuts. You're absolutely nuts. Do you like being able to exercise your Second Amendment rights and go purchase a firearm? Well, you don't have to say, oh, these are the rantings of a crazy conservative radio host. The mayor of Cleveland, Justin Bibb, said if they got issue one defeated, they were going to use the same process to try to get gun control into the Ohio Constitution. So that is why I say issue one's failure, and it was an epic failure, 57 to 43, hangs around Frank LaRosa's neck and is reflective of his... Ability to convince people of his position, which is the essence of running for political office. At this point in time, given the candidates for the Republican nomination for Senate in 2024 to oppose the gravelly voiced. Unkempt haired Sherrod Brown, the best choice is far and away Bernie Moreno, because Bernie Moreno is the only person. Well, let me see how long of a list can I make? He's the only person who's had an actual job outside of politics and really done something. He's also the only person who is serving because he's needed, not because he really wants to, not because it'd be another feather in his political resume. He's also an authentic conservative, which Frank LaRosa is an authentic conservative. I do believe that he served his country nobly. And to lump Frank LaRose in with Matt Dolan is to unfairly impugn Frank LaRose. I just don't think Frank LaRose is equipped for the fight we have, and that's really my argument, and really my uh, the source of my anger with this failure of issue one. Because I keep coming back, and we'll talk with Jim Paff, political strategist, at the top of the hour about this in a state where it went for Donald Trump by plus eight in a state where every major statewide office holder is a Republican in a state with super majorities that strengthened that strengthened in the 2020 election at a time when Democrats overperformed or excuse me in the, in the 2022 midterm elections at a time when we strengthened our super majorities, even amid Democrats outperforming the record of Joe Biden, it is, inexcusable to lose a statewide referendum by this margin. And the reason why we lost is the reason why we lose on everything. Early voting. 700,000 people voted early. And you know that created a mountain too high for the proponents of issue one to overcome. This measure failed in Delaware County. which I you know, People say Delaware County is a Republican stronghold. And I know that Delaware County has a long history of voting for Republicans. But when you look at Delaware County and look at the Olentangy School District, oh my goodness, that's gone over the woke falls a long time ago. I fear it's irretrievable, despite the determined hard work and refusal to give up by my Olentangy Tiger Moms. Mahoning County, which used to be a Democratic stronghold, but has become a Trump stronghold, Mahoning County, over by Youngstown, failed Issue 1. So, I think every single person who got out and worked for Issue 1 needs to examine their position in whatever organization they hold that position and ask themselves the really hard question, am I equipped for this fight? Now, there are some people who were turncoats in this fight. Uh, I have on from time to time, and I respect deeply, and I do not question the authenticity of their faith at all, my friends from the Ohio Policy Roundtable. They were against this ballot measure. I vehemently disagree with them on this. They will be, and they have been, one of the leaders in the pro-life movement. They will be one of the leaders against this constitutional amendment in November. So some of the the 43, excuse me, some of the 57% margin... That reigned in this particular issue is going to evaporate when the question before the voters in November is exclusively a pro life issue, an abortion issue. See, Ohio Policy Roundtable is not going to be on the side, the same side as Andrew Ginther when it comes to the abortion amendment. Andrew Ginther going to be out there, Second Baptist Church, 17th Avenue, one more time, trying to tell black voters, oh, you've got to preserve your reproductive rights. You've got to show people that they can't tell you what to do. If you want to kill your baby, you can't. Ohio Policy Roundtable is not going to be a part of that fight in November. Uh, as for former Republican governors of the state of Ohio, Bob Taft and John Kasich, who were turncoats on this, I can't predict what they're going to do. I can predict that the next voice you hear will be Dennis, who is called 844-TALK-989-844-TALK-989. 844-TALK-989. Dennis, you're on the Bruce Hooley Show.
2: Hello, Bruce. Good to talk to you again. Thank you, Dennis. Okay, regarding issue one. Yeah. Now, issue one was regarding whether or not we could change the Constitution. You know, and...
1: It raised the standard for amending the Ohio Constitution. issue
2: Issue one was not about abortion or gun rights or marijuana or anything else. It was about whether or not we can change the Constitution. And so even though I think that I hear these ads that I would agree with, and they say, vote yes. Then I hear other ads that I agreed with, and they said, vote no. But what it came down to is that I still believe in the you know fifty fifty majority rules i don't want someone you know with sixty percent rule I don't want to be in the forty percent if you're in the forty percent you're not going to get anything done
1: do you do know that a big part of the u s government is set up so that it cannot be ruled by the majority? You do understand that i assume no, I, guess you, I you I sound don't. Like, you sound like you're uh, of an age where you would have perhaps studied civics in high school, and that the amending of the U.S. Constitution requires seventy-five percent of the states to amend the U.S. Constitution. Okay. Please tell me you know that it the, takes sixty-plus percent
2: good officials.
1: Okay, so. Look, Dennis. I appreciate. I'm not going to litigate this again because I've gone through it time after time after time. Well, no, I there's just, a difference I, between. I, I a,
2: question issue one, and correct me if you think I'm wrong. Go ahead, tell me. But, you know, because if it's not a fifty plus one majority rules, then that is how it has always been. And
1: in the in the you election, you have to stop talking if you want me to explain it to you. Okay,
2: in the uh, election. Of course.
1: In the election of your representative, it is 50 plus one. And then they vote with other representatives to make laws for our state. Constitutions are not the place where laws are supposed to be. Those are the principles of how we make laws and how we use the process of government. That is what a constitution is for. I neglected to tell you all that the show today, and hopefully uh, in coming days, uh, will be uh, live-streamed on Twitter and uh, several other Facebook pages in addition to the Bruce Hooley Show Facebook page. And if I can figure out how to do it, on Rumble. Uh, but I guess I need five followers on Rumble, and I just signed up for Rumble this morning. So I didn't have a chance to uh, to build my followership to five. Um, And the reason why I'm doing this is because uh, when I have, uh, since about a week ago, when I announced that I'm going to be, uh, if my petitions are approved today, um, running for a public office position, a school board position, though I will not tell you where, um, there's a chance I may not be on the air for the period leading up to that uh, election. We're trying to work it out where I can be. But there's a possibility I won't be. And so I thought it would be a good idea to try to establish as many different venues where you can get the show apart from getting it here live on the radio. And I understand that will diminish the audience because not everybody's going to watch it on Twitter. Not everybody's going to call it up on Facebook. Not everybody's going to listen to it on a podcast. I get that. But I have a lot of people who listen to the show, like the show and say they want to follow the show, and, oh, no, you're not going away. What do we do? Well, you don't have to do without it. You just have to maybe work a little hard to get it, if your habit is to get it uh, on the air, live every day from 11 to 1 or via the podcast at 9890answer.com. Yes, Alan Rogers, by the way, is sitting in today, folks, for uh, my normal producer, Jeff Murtaugh, who is uh, literally herding cats, correct?
0: I I believe so. Yes, he is literally
1: herding cats. He has cats at home, and he needed to... uh, Keep his cats under control. Yes.
0: Yeah. So, uh, I, I wanted to issue, uh, go back to issue one. Yes. And the, frank, what yes. Was it? And the
1: call you... we just got from a person who's theoretically, oh. probably, definitely politically aligned with us and is asking us the very questions that explain what? Why we lost. Why we lost. Yes. Because you have people like my buddy at church who said, which way should I vote? And he's not. This is smart, super smart. And I know I'm not blaming him. Please hear me. I'm not blaming the people. Who was our friend who just called? I forget his name. Dennis. Dennis, who called. I'm not blaming you. I'm not snarking you. I'm not criticizing you. I'm blaming the people who put this on the ballot. And I felt like all along, and this happens so often on the Republican side, you have a position that is a truth position, that is a American foundational values position. The very organizations who opposed issue 1, planned parenthood and glad and the human rights campaign and all these others, you find their bylaws how they amend their own constitutions. It's not 50% plus 1. It's not. Jack Windsor pointed that out Ohio Press Network the Ohio Press Network when he joined us last week. So, they want you to not be aware that they have already subjected their own organizations to the very standards they are telling you, and they were able to, convince you to vote down, to vote down.
0: Yeah, Jack had that yesterday. He was talking about that. It's
1: crazy. Like, how do you think, why do you think we don't have 200 amendments to the U.S. Constitution? Because it's really hard to do it. And why is it hard to do it? Because you want to have standards by which you make laws, and the laws are not what's in the Constitution. Notice what's in our Constitution. It's principles. It's things that sort of have an overview, an umbrella view of how we're going to operate our country. We're going to have freedom of speech. We're going to have freedom to buy weapons. But each of the 50 states can make their own laws about which weapons you can buy and which ones you can't buy and all those kinds of things. You don't, those are not for constitutional amendments, but they're going to be in Ohio because now apparently we have this big envy of California, which has amended its constitution like 200 times. And so we're going to at least expose ourselves to the risk of being ruled by the mob in Ohio. The comment I
0: wanted to make. Crazy. I'm having the echo too in my ear now, so I can't. Yeah, it's fun, f- isn't it?
1: It's f- like you're working in a coal mine.
0: Yeah, sound like an alien. They, do <laughs> our politicians not know that people have cameras and are recording them at every moment? Frank LaRose, really? Yeah. Are you,
1: <sighs> I hope he threw that pair of shoes away that he was wearing that night because he really stepped in it that night. Wow! And Frank has uh, Frank has. Here's the thing: I welcome Frank on the show. Frank can come on the show. I just tweeted that Bernie Moreno is a vastly superior candidate. To Frank LaRose and Matt Dolan. I said at the last segment, not that LaRose and Dolan are both the same guy because they're not. Dolan's a Democrat. He's just masquerading as a Republican. But Frank and I have had our issues before because I thought it was unseemly and unbecoming of Frank to immediately, immediately, before Derek Marin's body was cold after being stabbed in the back as the next speaker of the Ohio House, for Frank LaRose to tweet his congratulations to Jason Stevens. Like, sorry. That disqualifies you from getting my vote ever if I have a better alternative. And I do in Bernie Moreno. And so Frank can come on the show and he can argue his points and he can explain he was being politically collegial or whatever. But that was not becoming, that was not a value that I want reflected in a candidate that I will support for political office if I have a better alternative. And as I said, I do in Bernie Moreno. You do not ever. Give the left exactly what they want you to say. And he did it by saying, oh, it's 100% about abortion. And then he tried to backtrack from it thereafter. And he was unsuccessful. Of course he was unsuccessful because when you give, I was going to say woke media, but I repeat myself, when you give the media the exact ammunition that they're just hoping and praying you will give them, they're not going to come back to you for clarification. Okay? They're not. Even if you don't say it, they're going to lie about you saying it. So don't absolutely positively give it to them. Ridiculous. All right, let's talk about something that will cheer me up. Headline from Fox News. Before we get to Jim Paff, political strategist, 1205. House GOP released bank records on Hunter Biden payments from Russian Kazakhstan oligarchs. Oh, we have a new corrupt country giving the Bidens money. The total cleared by bank records released by... Representative Jamie Comer, how much? How much? How much do you think? Remember, it was they got five million dollar bribes, Joe and Hunter, from Burisma. Oh wait, it might have been seven million, according to the IRS whistleblowers, or seventeen million. I think it was seventeen million. And Joseph Ziegler said, "Now the total is north of $20 million." Come on down, Hunter Biden. You're the next contestant on the bribe is right. <laughs> oh, and yet the Democrats will say. Oh, I don't see anything here that ties us to Joe Biden in any way, shape, or form. Kazakhstan, Russia, Ukraine, they're all fine countries from where I sit. Yeah. First, he had never spoken to his son about Hunter Biden's foreign business dealings. Then he was never in business with his son. Then he talked to business partners of Hunter Biden, but it was only on the speakerphone. It was only 20 times over like seven years. And it was only about the weather. And now we know he had dinner with Hunter Biden's business partners and that they visited the White House over 30 times. If you're waiting for the Democrats to go, okay, you got me. You got me. He's corrupt. They're never going to say that. Never, ever. They never say the quiet part out loud. Only the GOP's dumb enough to do that.